let me tell y'all about my nose. I know it sounds crazy, but I just want to come straight out with it. For the longest that I can remember, I always had a strong sense of smell. I mean, I'm talking about the weirdest things, not just everyday things like people's cologne or perfume. I'm talking about I could smell people's bra straps if they were dirty, funky gym bags as they walked by, you know, toes too tight in their shoes, just everything I can smell. But there's something else I want to tell you too. For the longest I can remember, I've also been greedy, but not the traditional greedy. I'm the kind of greedy where I just want to taste everything. And you wouldn't know it to see me because you'll say, you know, she's not that big. She's kind of, you know, there. But it's because I do intermittent fasting. Like literally, I don't eat past four. I'm up at eight o'clock. I get my breakfast and I stop eating at four. And then I'm walking around every hour for about 10 minutes. But all of that is just to sponsor my greed. So now let me get to the part of the story. I used to be a perfume salesman, if there is such a thing. Basically, I would go door to door, knocking on people's doors saying, if you like CK1, then you'll love B2K. You know, it was something crazy that they would rename the fake perfume and it hardly ever, never smelled like the real thing. But this is what I would do because basically they were the only people who would hire somebody in their early 20s. But sometimes when we couldn't go outside because it was raining, snowing, or whatever, they would allow us to come inside to this warehouse type setup with cubicles and all that kind of stuff. Something that they can pack up real quick if the law come get them, I'm thinking, I'm not really sure. But anyway, I used to sit in front of this girl and she every day would make full-blown dinner for lunch. Like she would get up in the morning and then make these big meals for lunch. Like, what was her thing? So if I'm minding my business and doing my work, I wouldn't see her because she's behind me. But this nose knows all, like literally. I know it was corny, but it's the truth. So she would come in to work, always her shift after mine, and my head would pop up. You make fried chicken? Yes, girl. And she would give me fried chicken. You make apple pie? Yes, girl. And she would give me apple pie. You make cookies? Yes, girl. And she would give me cookies. All because this nose smelled it. Mind you, she made enough to feed the both of us. But for the most part, I think it was just for her. Anyway, one day I'm still on my hungry, greedy shit. And she comes to work. I'm on the phone. I basically hang up on her because I smell tuna fish. You made tuna? No, girl. I just made sandwiches. Oh, okay. The next day. You make tuna mac? No, girl. I got something else. Oh, okay. You make tuna toy, leave me alone. But it was strange because I smelled tuna. Like, I know the smell of tuna. Like, this was tuna. But instead of leaving it alone, I'm still pressing the issue because why do I smell tuna fish? Anyway, I called her again walking in the hallway and I said, you sure you haven't had any kind of tuna? Toy, leave me alone for real. Why? What did I do? I'm tired of you keep stepping at me about tuna fish when I didn't make none or do none. Get out my face. Ew. Now, mind you, I'm totally in the wrong. First of all, the woman basically sponsored my greed habit for the longest of time. And secondly, 
Even if she made tuna, there was no requirement that she had to give my greedy ass any. But why was I smelling it? Anyway, about two days after that, old girl didn't come to work. So one of her friends, who she also fed whenever she was there, came up and told us everything. And by us, I mean them, but I'm still listening, right? Turns out that old girl had left a tampon far too long in her cooch and had to be admitted to the hospital. Forget what they call it, toxic syndrome or something like that. So all of that time when I was smelling tuna, what I was actually smelling was, well, you know, you get it. And it just messed me up. And I think the main reason it messed me up was, why didn't any of her friends tell her? Like, they all stood around the desk. They all ate her food. They all pretended to be her friend, including the one who had everything to tell. But why didn't anybody think to say, hey, girl, something may be wrong. That's the problem we have right now. It's also one of the reasons why I decided to do this podcast. There aren't any more genuine friendships built out of the genuine need to want your friend to always be in a position where she's putting on the right front. We're afraid that if we tell her something that she needs to hear, then she will in turn feel more comfortable telling us something we need to hear and we may not be strong enough to handle it. But why? Since when has constructive criticism become the villain? When you go to the gym, if you are trying to get your body together and your trainer is telling you, no, you're doing it the wrong way, do it like this, nobody bothers him. You can take that just fine. If you're going to school and your teacher reads your assignment and grades you and tells you you could have done better, you probably take his criticism well. But what is it about friendship? Specifically something so needing to be said. First of all, I want to tell you, if you are out there and you've had an issue with body odor or petal odor, it's really not your fault. First off, we weren't really taught as women the proper way to handle the chemistry of our bodies. Mom told us how to wash our arms, you know, you, your, your legs, you know, your butt, and even, you know, how you run through your pedal. But nobody really talked about the chemistry. The number one reason you're probably having a pedal odor is probably because you're not drinking enough water. I have actually been around some people who say, I drink zero water. And every time I hear this, I cringe. Not because, you know, I'm a water addict with a $5 water day habit, but because I know that it's impossible for you to have the best chemistry in your body without flushing your system. The majority of our bodies are made with water and you're going to put soda and coffee in it all day instead? Hey, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, unless you're drinking a liter or two a day, you got a problem. And you may say, no, I don't. My boyfriend or my girlfriend says it's just fine, but 
I assure you that's not the case. If I were to pull him or her to the side and say, hey, does such and such paddle stink? I'm sure he would say, yes, for the longest of times. The reason why I know the chemistry in the body is different once you apply water is because I want to say from my birth up until probably 28, I didn't drink much water at all. In fact, I would get the Lipton iced tea joints that come from the uh, vending machine that were already sweetened and then put more sugar in it. It wasn't until I was trying to lose weight and was having these crazy migraines that I said, maybe I should probably get more water. But I went cold turkey. I took all the juice and soda out my diet. And it was hard on me too, because I hadn't been doing it for so long. I had experienced the worst pains everywhere as I was, I guess, getting over my addiction and going cold turkey. But one of the things I noticed once I really stopped putting in water was my urine was lighter. I used to get this tingling sensation when I peed because that was just the way, you know, you go to the bathroom, it's like, ooh, it tingles. I thought it was funny. It wasn't until I started instituting a gallon of water a day. You don't have to do that much when you first start out. But it wasn't until I started instituting a gallon of water a day. And then I would go to the bathroom that I saw, oh, this is how it's supposed to feel. Water is necessary for your body, your skin, and yes, girls, your pedal. The second reason you're going to have a pedal problem is you're not do-doing enough. I know that's the most countryest word that anybody has ever heard, but I'm going to use it for right now. Another way I knew something was wrong with me was because I was severely constipated all of my life. When the water came in, as much as I was doing, I noticed I became a little more regular. But what I also noticed that once again, when I was going more regular, that I was also feeling fresher. Making sure that you are helping the body eliminate is our duty as women, best friend. Don't let nobody tell you you cool when you anything but. And best friends, start telling your genuine best friends in your circle the truth if there's a problem. You know, you got to do it the right way, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be done. Okay, now that we got that out the way, I know my twisted babies, my loyal readers, are here for what inspired the book Shitlist. Now look, if you haven't read Shitlist by now, you may want to go away because I'm going to be giving some spoilers. Not a lot, but some. So, in its basic format, Shitlist is about a young lady who grew up in the Washington, D.C. area. She's ghetto fabulous, says what's on her mind to all those who need to hear. But for the most part, she's a part of a loving group of friends, or so she thinks. When she learns that one of her friends has been sleeping with her boyfriend and then some additional secrets come out, she feels out of the loop. Devastated, she goes away and she attempts to let it go, but she can't. So what ends up happening, she makes a list of everybody she means to get revenge on. Now, 
you've kind of heard that story before, but what inspired Shitless was sometimes I think in life, in order for us to make the big moves, we have to have an ulterior ego. I'm think think about Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. I think that's the name. It's almost the same thing. With Shitless, she ends up realizing after some time that the moves that she was making was not actually herself, but her split personality, Gabriella. Gabriella is there not because she is the rougher side of her, but because Ivana was never really able to speak up for herself. I mean, isn't that always the case, though? Sometimes? Like, in life, you know you need to break up with that boyfriend, but you don't really have the energy to do it. Imagine if you had a split personality who can just jump in and say what needs to be said and not care about the consequences. I think that's what inspired Shitless. Our need, or even my need, at that time to say and do the bold things without thinking about the consequences. Of course, the biggest takeaway is sometimes you just want an alter ego. Or maybe it's finally time to start speaking up for ourselves. (laughs) I'm thinking about my own self. Back in the day, I used to have terrible stomach aches. I mean, I would get up in the morning and have loose bowel, not to gross anybody out. But it wasn't until I decided I was not going to allow people to say things to me without giving it back in kind that suddenly I didn't need medication for this illness anymore. And I'm doing air quotes, but you can't see it because everything is an illness now. I just needed to be myself to say what was on my mind and let those who need sort it out. Now, the reason why I say give it back to you in kind is if you're respectful to me, then always 100% of the time, I'm going to give that back to you and more. In fact, my goal in life is to walk into a room and increase those I'm around. But if you're negative, and I know that, then I have to give that back to you, maybe as a reflection for who you really are. Now we've come to that portion of my show where I want to hear from you. This is the very first episode, so we're jumping out there. But go to www, and I always say W's funny, uh, bestfriendinahandbag.com and write your comments. But do me one even better than that, if you don't mind. I want to actually hear your voice. So if you have something to say or if you have a best friend that you want me to talk to directly and have it come from you using my voice, then do me a favor. Call 202-656-8697. Again, that's 202-656-8697. If you have a comment or you one of my biggest fans or if you just want to just say anything on your heart, leave me a message and I will get it. Until we speak later, I am T-Styles, your best friend in the handbag. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>